Have a few minutes? You won't believe what you can do with it. Open a Regions checking account online in as little as five minutes. Then enjoy award-winning service and banking tools and tech that help you live in the moment. Learn more at regions.com slash live in the moment. Regions Bank, member FDIC. Live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio, inside the Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel, it's time for Regions Business Radio. Regions Business Radio is presented by Regions Bank. Brave the beginning, member FDIC. Now, here's your host, J.D. Mueller. Man, that voice sounds familiar. This is not J.D. Mueller. This is Mike Salmon, but J.D. is here in the studio. J.D. is the market executive for North Georgia uh, for Regions Bank, member FDIC. Yes. J.D., how are you? Doing good. Good morning. Now, for our listeners who are wondering why is J.D. not opening the show and hosting the show as normally, we, we have turned J.D. from the interviewer to the interviewee. Uh. We, as our final show for 2021, we are going to take a look back at the year and take a look ahead at 2022 and what's going on with Regions Bank because, because J.D., as you know, you're in the banking industry every single day. It's an ever-changing business. Uh, to, to, to say the least, um, you know, I was talking to somebody the other day. No, no, no. We had a, we had a bank meeting in Orlando last week and you just, you just learn things, right? Our, our, uh, CFO, David Turner was given a, a presentation and he just mentioned this, um, executive order that the president had signed and everybody's around the room sort of looking at each other and we're like, you know, what are you talking about? Well, he had to go on and explain that, um, president Joe Biden, had at some point signed an executive order lim- limiting or placing a moratorium on bank mergers and acquisitions of banks over, you know, some dollar, $10 billion, $100 billion. Uh, but whatever it was, it impacted us. And, you know, so whether it's executive order, uh, new regulation, tax laws, strategy, mergers, acquisitions, uh, you know, non-finance bolt-ons, all those things. Mm-hmm. Yes, it, it, it changes a lot. Changes well, a lot. The, the more things change, the more they stay the same. We're still fighting the COVID thing. But but at the beginning of this year, uh, when, you, when you guys first started this podcast, when Regents first came on board with Business Radio X, you were in the midst of the PPP yeah. and all of that going on. So, so let's take a look back. Uh, you, you survived 2021. And not only survived, but from what I've seen, you've thrived because of the, the growth of Regions Bank and from what I've seen locally, at least here in Gwinnett County. Yeah, thank you. Um, it, it, you're right. If I look back and you, you think uh, 20, uh, 2021 kicked off, if our first episode was Jeff Forrestall, Forrestall CPAs and Phil Benelli, uh, one of my senior bankers. And we talked about, you're exactly right. We talked about PPP. We were starting to talk about, you know, what does it look like to to, to seek forgiveness on those loans. And, you know, so we, we rolled out some content that was very applicable locally. You know, we tried to bring in local business executives, local advisors, so that we could talk locally about what's going on in banking. So I, we did get off to a good start about a very hot topic. And, and now you don't hear much about PPP. Um, a lot of the forgiveness has been received um, you know, people have, have moved on from that to some extent. That topic seems to have migrated into uh, a little-known benefit of the CARES Act, which is um, the employee retention credit, where uh, c- 
commercial businesses that retain a certain percentage of their employees over a period of time get a tax credit for those things. And I'd certainly recommend that everyone, regardless of size, talk to their CPA about employee retention credits from the uh, from the CARES Act. It, it, it's it's not PPP, but it's it's a cousin, and it's something to be looked at. So so yeah, I mean we we kicked off the the podcast I think in a very helpful way talking about uh, who we are and who we want to be, uh, our strategy, not only with the podcast, but locally, you know, we were really blessed. We're partners with Gas South District, the arena and all the facilities over there were the official bank of Gas South District. Well, 2020, there were no events, Yeah, you know, so. Yeah, this big old convention center and this big old 13,000 seat arena sitting yeah. empty. Well, you know, um, Stan and Monty and Bill and uh, the whole team over there, Robin, they didn't have a lot going on. And there weren't people coming into the arena, onto the floor, you know, walking the halls to see our blue, our green logo. And, um, you know, so that was 2020. Sometime in 2021, that sort of cranked back up. I've been to a couple events over there. I've seen you there. Uh, We've seen a lot of, um, you know, you know, friends and colleagues over there. So that helped that because that is our branding strategy. We feel like as the meeting place of North Gwinnett gas South district should be where people see our logo and see that we're involved at least commercially from raising our brand uh, in the market. And that in the meantime, so we've talked about the podcast, we got our branding at gas South. We've, uh, we've, we've opened a couple of branches you know, who's doing that in the middle of COVID? Uh, Regions is, you know, we're trying to get the get the word out. Did you see all that hard work translate into increased business? Because I know the Gwinnett market is growing as far as, as, as far as money that's invested here, that the banks mm-hmm. are all trying to get into their accounts. Did Were you able to see some growth? Yeah, great on, question. In the bottom line. I mean, that's why you do it all. Yeah. I mean, well, you give back to the community and there's all that that you want to give back. You want to take care of the community where you live and work. But the bottom line is you still have to make money. Yeah, well, thank you for such a succinct point. We, we are a for-profit company. <laughs> I get right to the st- yeah, point. Yeah, you do. Uh, you know, we, 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 we're publicly traded, and, and we want to, you know, at Regions, we want to make sure that, that, um, that we perform in a way that provides a return to our shareholders where we care for our community and our associates are, are taken care of. Um, and, and we're doing all of those things in Gwinnett. To your point, um, every year the FDIC publishes a market share report. What they do is they take a snapshot of deposits held within a specific geography. You can, you can drill down from state to MSA to county to city. You can really wow. slice and dice this data a variety of ways. So um, was looking recently – at the FDIC data for 2020. And by the way, the snapshot's taken on June 30th of every year. So just uh, a real quick sort of look in the rear view. From 19 to 20, from 2019 to 2020, in June of those years, uh, deposits went, um, you know, from, excuse me, from 19 to 20. Is that what I said? Mm-hmm. So from 19 to 20, deposits went up $1 billion to a total of $19 billion. So in 19, it was $18 billion held in deposits. In 20, it was $19 billion held in deposits. 
from June 30th of 2020 to June 30th of 2021, deposits held in Gwinnett County financial institutions are about $24 billion. They increased another $5 billion from 20 to 21. In that time, uh, we've surged up the rankings a little bit. We were sort of in the middle. Now we're in the top 12. Um, you know, and our, our market share is just over 2%, and we have, you know, half a billion dollars on deposit at our branches uh, around this community. And I think it's because of, um, you know, a couple things. Fantastic employees. You think about our branch managers. You've had some of them on your show. You think about somebody that gave leadership or gives leadership to our consumer bank, Mia Hubbard or Roger Hassler. And then you got Kathy Haywood, who's our branch manager now over in Swanee. They have those relationships. And, yeah. you know, we're engaging, for example, with the Gwinnett County Public Schools, loving on their teachers and, and doing things like that to, to build a relationship. Now, we use the FDIC market share report as sort of a scoreboard, you know, but uh, but I think that Regions is known, and we will continue to be known for investing in individual relationships, and that comes through in a market share report. So JD, if I'm hearing you right, the the previous year there was like a one billion dollar jump, and then in the last year there was a what about a five or six billion dollar jump? Yeah, about can, a five billion dollar jump. Can you explain what happened there? And this was during a pandemic too. Yeah, uh, but but that phenomenon is 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 nationwide. Um, banks, regions, of course, included. Uh, what we've seen is a dramatic increase in deposits held. I, I would have guessed that from 2020 to 2021, deposits would have gone up. Would I have guessed $5 billion in Gwinnett County? The answer to that is no. But um, So there's a couple things at play there. I mentioned them already. PPP funds. Sit on a, sit on a company's balance sheet. They're held at banks. You know, hey, that's what you got to do. Um, the other thing is, um, like I said before, employee retention credits. The, when, when, when this money's coming from the government into commercial accounts, they're going to sit somewhere. The, there's two other things, I think, that are going on. Gwinnett County, uh, from a banking perspective, um, the, 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 the city, or let's just say it this way, the, the municipal accounts that are held at banks are very uh, healthy right now. Uh, federal government programs related to uh, COVID relief, federal government programs related to school support, um, and this is all public. It, you can you can find it in anyone's annual report. Um, when billions of dollars come in from the government to support local municipalities, they just they they they're wired directly into their account, wherever that account may be. So that that that's one thing. I think. Now, now the market share report isn't just municipal. It's not just commercial. It's total deposits. So it's consumer deposits too. Well, what have we seen there? It, it, it's another. It, it's it's another phenomenon. I, I said a moment ago, but 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 in my mind, got this dramatic run up in the stock market. Yet cash balances are remaining high in deposit accounts. What what's contributing to that? Uh, anybody's guess, uh, someone much smarter than me probably has an answer. Um, but, but our anecdotal answer may be, we've seen a, a, a ton of, um, mergers and acquisitions. So you see private companies being sold. So where there's a lot of capital on the sidelines, um, you know, there's a lot of cash, these private equity firms or these larger companies want to deploy that cash 
to preserve and grow revenue uh, in, in, at a time where maybe they're not growing organically, they can grow through acquisition. So anecdotally in our group, we've had three or four customers that have sold for, uh, for, for many times more than what they thought they were valued at. So what happens is those equity firms that buy that company, the cash goes to an individual through their ownership that sits on the balance sheets of, you know, the banks for a little while till they till it's deployed. So there's a variety of reasons that contribute. Uh, that's a long <laughs> answer to your simple question, but that run up in deposits is coming from many different yeah. angles. I know it's boring, but well, it's yeah. a very detailed answer, and it's a very thorough answer. And you answered the question. Uh, by the way, as we've turned the tables here on JD, who's normally the host of Regions Business Radio, how's it feel not being able to want to be able to ask the questions and, and drive the bus? I like it. You like it, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. I usually I hate it when I I'm asked the questions. I like to kind of control things myself. Yeah, well, that's how you are, freak, Mike. You're, you're yeah. sort of a control freak. Apparently so. I mean, when I walk in and you tell me where to sit, I mean, I thought I had a seat yeah. over there. Yeah, he I... sat in the host seat. I said, no, 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 J.D., not for this show. You're the interviewee. You're over in this seat over here. J.D. Mueller is the guest today, the market executive with Regents Bank. And uh, we're looking back at 2021 and looking ahead to 2022 as a, kind of a fun way to kind of wrap up our final Regents Business Radio episode of 2021. So we've talked about some trends that we saw. Uh, you talked about launching the podcast here on Business Radio X. We've talked about growth in Gwinnett. People love stories. Mm-hmm. One of the things I love about Regions Business Radio is you share a lot of stories about customers and clients, and, and you have some on your show. Any success stories from 2021 that you want to share before we start looking ahead to 2022? Oh, man, Mike, yes. Um, first off, I would say that uh, you know our team our team of commercial bankers and our team of consumer bankers that that cover this area, uh, they're so good, and that, that I would th- concur. Thank you. They uh, and it's not just that they know finance; it's that they know people. They're yeah. they're 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 people people, so to say. Um, so to answer the question, I'm gonna, I'm going to lean in because it's my primary responsibility. But on the the commercial side, you know, um, two things that I would say is. Early on, that, that episode with Forrestal um, went really well. Uh, you know, our idea for this podcast is that our guests share this content with their clients and their prospects, and then it gets shared again and shared again. Right. We grow organically, and people learn about regions and, that way. And you're reaching into networks that you had not reached into before. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we get to have guests that we've never met, you know, through our partnership with the Chamber. We're meeting new people. Um, so so that, that, that Forrestal episode um, – really led to a, a new banking relationship with a manufacturing company in Gwinnett and um you get a bell for that nice thank you <laughs> thank you uh the the it, like i said small manufacturing company they had banked where where they were a large competitor for 40 years <laughs> 40 years and they they heard what we were about we had a few meetings uh, had lunch at Uncle Jack's Meat House, which is, I mean, I mean, if you need a lunch, you go to Uncle Jack's Meat House <laughs> and uh, get the bacon appetizer, and it's a done deal from there. Um, but, you know, we got to know one another. Uh, they liked our approach to business, which primarily is local relationship with ma- local relationship management with industry expertise. So you think about a commercial banker that knows you and knows your company, and when we need help, we bring in resources at the bank to help you. 
So um, they, they appreciated that approach. And, uh, you know, we helped them out with a little something early on the year. They just, hey, they wanted a new look. They wanted a, a fresh face as a bank, and we did that. Well, throughout the years, we got to know each other. They had some, some major changes going on in their company. And um, now at the end of the year, they, they need some help in uh, some refinance and restructure, and we're right there with them. You know, it, it, it didn't end at the beginning of the year when we just opened this account and moved on. We're now 12 months in, and we're still helping them reach goals that they had. Not that we had for them, but that they wanted to accomplish. A similar story that I think is, is, is a wonderful example of our approach to um, just full banking relationships. A manufacturing company uh, also in the market. Um, part of this mergers and acquisition thing I was mentioning earlier, they, they, they got the proverbial offer they couldn't refuse. Mm -hmm. And they weren't thinking of selling, but so many people were knocking on the door. So much cash was available. You, you just business owners are finding this frequently. They have to. They have to entertain these offers. Um, we had one client that sold for three times as much as they origi their original bid was. So you know, these things wow. are happening, and I'm talking tens of millions of dollars. So in this other example, we were in early with an existing customer. You know, the knock on the door came to sell, and they built out a team of advisors. Our commercial banker was at the table, and when we realized what they needed, we brought in our, our private wealth group. Ty Smith was on one of our podcasts earlier, and he was on, um, on your show as well. And what we did was we built a team to serve this customer as they navigated selling their company. Now... Not sure who's listening, but there are very few people. If you look at the whole universe of companies in Gwinnett, there's a very small percentage of them that have ever navigated the sale of their company. It, it, it's not just, oh, here's, here's an offer, let me take it. In this case, it was certainly that. It was a big number. What do we do with this cash when we, when we get it? And, and not only that is, okay, uh, how do I manage it? How do I manage the taxes on it? Do I just put it in my personal account? Well, a lot of times, no, you got to structure it properly. So sometimes there's an earnout, sometimes there's there's there's, you know, funds held in escrow. So we help this customer navigate all of those things in such a way that they maximized the uh, you know, the assets that they received up front while still protecting the purchaser on the items that they wanted purchased and, you know, consummated the deal. Our client was happy because we advised him through the whole thing, managed his assets, protected him, um, you know, with his attorney, with his CPA, legally and financially. And um, it, was, it was the whole cycle. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, and the reason I share those, Mike, is because, and you've heard this, 50 times since we started this thing is I want us at Regions Bank to be about a full relationship and helping clients accomplish their goals and not about rate and fee. Now, rate and fee is part of it. I've said that 50 times as well. But when you are helping a client, when you're helping another person impact their lives and their kids' You know, this is generational wealth that we're talking about. When this client sold his business, 
he wasn't just going off to buy a big new boat. He made enough money to buy his grandkids and his grandkids' grandkids a nice new boat. You can't just take that lightly. You know, you have to have a team around you that helps you get there. So we did that this year on more than one occasion, and I think it made a big difference. Now, it's pretty complex. Yeah. It's a pretty complex transaction. The flip side of that, am I boring you? No, no, no. I'm just thinking about how you, you, guys, you guys go above and beyond. I mean, you're not just a bank, but you've said it. If you've said it once, you've said it a million times. I've heard you say it a million times. It's about relationships. Yeah, it is. And what I, and I've said this publicly, and I think I've said this on the air before, what I love about you is when you're talking about these clients of yours, you don't say they. You say we. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I love it. Um, and I know as a, as, you know, as a business owner, if my bankers are saying we, it's like you're part of my team. You're with me. Mm-hmm. It's 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 just it's just a whole dynamic, different relationship. Yeah, yeah. I was having that conversation uh, with a gentleman yesterday um, at Uncle Jack's Meat House. By the way, they, they are should, they paying you for a sponsorship for the show? I mean, <laughs> I, I'm addicted to it. I was twice okay. there. I was there twice this week. Um, you know, but we we were talking about that idea of relationship and 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 we not they yeah and and how meaningful that is when you are involved with you know variety so, you know if i may another example on on the less complex scale than what i just mentioned we had a customer that had a hey uh labor shortages and finding quality labor every 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 single commercial client that we have every commercial client that any other bank has anybody that's even listening to this they're facing a labor issue of some sort no doubt so we have a client that needed to buy a large manufacturing line essentially to make up for employees that they couldn't hire so um a lot of times when you're borrowing money it can get a little frustrating you got to find you got to provide all the financials you got to underwrite it and you know sometimes you got to you got to take time well there are certainly occasions where that process now we're always going to protect ourselves we're going to protect our customers we're going to make wise credit decisions but earlier i would say late in 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 19 we purchased a uh an equipment finance company called ascentium capital and Ascentium Capital basically does some some smallish dollar equipment financing. So we had a customer not too long ago that I was mentioning that had to buy this production line, couldn't couldn't hire enough employees, but still had demand that they needed to meet. And they needed this equipment like right away. Didn't have time to wait for getting all the information together. So we went to our new, what I would call uh, sort of, non-bank bolt-on, Ascentium Capital, with the financial information that they needed. And we were able to um, basically approve and get a several hundred thousand dollar equipment purchase done and ordered and on the way within a week. Wow. And it helped this customer fulfill orders that were logging up back behind them. So we had two different equipment financing options in the bank we found the one that made the most sense for them given their the dollar amount the time horizon the risk appetite 
worked well for us, worked well for them. They're up and running and, and making what they need to make. And this is because they already had a relationship with you. Mm -hmm. They yeah. didn't just walk in off the street and say, I need money. I need a loan yep. to get this equipment. They already had the relationship in place. That's right. Wow. That's right. Well, I, I know we could sit here and talk and, and have a whole <laughs> other show just about success stories. So as, as, we, as we start to run out of time a little bit, let, let's look ahead. I mean, my God, 2021, all the things that happened, all the changes, you know, just, just with Business Radio X. And, you know, thank you for using that one story about your first show and getting business out of that. I wasn't expecting you to go there. So thank you for that. I'll, I'll use that as a testimonial. You should. We love it. <laughs> so as we go ahead to 2022, what do you see in your, uh, in your, in the, uh, what's it called? The fortune, not the fortune ball, but the uh, crystal ball. The crystal ball. Uh, well, the truth is, if I had one, I wouldn't be talking to you. Um, you know, they, you'd be over in Vegas I'd playing, be, laying a few dollars down. I'd be somewhere else if I had a crystal ball. But, but you know, you and I both, um, as businessmen, uh, as members of the business community in Gwinnett, we sort of have a feel uh, for wealth, where things are headed. Um, I think, you know, we're heading into an election year. Next November, there'll be some elections, and um, that that's going to have an impact on a lot of things um that 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 that's a given that's an is i'm not an expert in those things i'm just going to say that that's going to be part of next year some of that noise some of the fallout some of the this and that 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 that's related to that um you know i i think it's going to be interesting to see what type of monetary policy the fed kicks out because they've they've finally embraced the idea that inflation is here it's no longer this transitory you know, concept that something that we got to deal with. Um, what will that do with rates? Um, I think that's a question that's everybody that that a lot of people ask. Um, you know, I I don't know what they're going to do. What I do know is that uh, if you have a banking relationship commercially or uh, individually with a, a commercial banker, a private wealth banker, a, a branch banker that you trust. Um, then, you know, you have those conversations and you deal with those things as they come. Uh, so I think rate uncertainty, inflationary pressures, those things are going to impact um, a lot of decisions in the coming months. I do not see, um, really do not see the labor thing clearing up. Yeah. I just, uh, and I don't, I, I don't necessarily have the answer for that. I think it's a think it's a challenge that all business owners are going to have to wade through um if you remember one of our guests not too long ago marty parker from university of georgia the uh, supply chain 101 episode um he seemed to think that there is light at the end of the tunnel for the supply chain issue but it's it's a long tunnel yeah. it's a long tunnel um i don't think that the light at the other end is a train coming at us but um you know i do think that that's you know daylight on the other end but it's going to it's going to take a little while. Now, the, the flip side of that is I love the uh, the optimism and the ingenuity of the American business person. And I think in a time where we're bogged down with supply chain issues, you have people in this country, in this, in this state, and in this county finding ways to overcome supply chain issue by jumping in and doing things themselves. Mm -hmm. I have customer examples. I'll, I won't bore you with those. But, you know, just getting to work like Americans do. I think that I think we're going to see a lot of that. I mean, uh, I was listening to a, a business podcast yesterday where these guys were just talking about, all right, so there's a chip shortage. Let's go make some chips. 
You know, who knows how to do that? Yeah. And I'm not talking about potato chips. I'm talking about microprocessor chips. All right. There, there, there are manufacturing companies in Gwinnett that we know that have the capacity of making those things. You know, all right. Figure out how to make them. I, I know it's not that easy. Right. But, but what, what need can be met domestically? And really dig into, um, in this particular case, this, this podcast I was listening to, they were talking about blue jeans for some reason. We all know that textiles and, you know, clothes manufacturing, which used to be huge in the southeast, particularly North Carolina, you know, it's all gone now. It's all it's all overseas. But when you really look at the the you know, the raw material cost, the production cost of a pair of jeans in Vietnam and then to ship it over here it's starting to balance out. Yeah. So let let's let's bring Just that back home. Um, uh, you know, so uh 2022 also, I think, if I may, um, for regions, yeah, specifically, um, specifically regions, and maybe even specifically Gwinnett. Yeah, uh, regions, regions in, Gwinnett. in Gwinnett. Let Let's do that. I think that that we will have some more commercial bankers on the streets, um, which I think is a good thing. There are people out there that need to know us, and we need to know them. And uh, so, I think we get some more commercial bankers out there. We're going to add another branch or two. Um, and then, then I would say that we're going to sort of ease back into some markets that we may have uh, exited through the years. Um, uh, not really at, at liberty to jump all the way into that, but there will be we'll, we'll, we'll sort of we're regrouping to run at some areas that that we've sort of not been players in, and um, and we're building the teams to do that. So. Um, I like what the year ahead has for us, both um, from a personnel standpoint. We're going to open up new markets uh, from a consumer standpoint with branches. We're also going to open up new markets as it relates to some commercial offerings that we're going to bring that we historically have sort of been on the sidelines with. And and that just means that we can serve more people. Yeah. Um, and, and, and that's, you know, serving more people doesn't make us great. Uh, but serving the clients that we have well will 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 lead to to more opportunities. Yeah. Here we grow again. It sounds exciting. Yeah, I can't wait. A year from now, in December of 2022, we'll have to kind of do this again and reverse our roles. And again, I'll interview you, and we'll talk about all the exciting things that happened in 2022. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, in in closing, I'm reminded of a of a saying. I hope I can get it right. But um, years ago, I was taught this. Um, more sales rarely leads to better service, but better service always leads to more sales. And service means a variety th- of things in banking. Um, in, in commercial banking, for us, it means, you know, being there regularly, having meaningful conversations, building a team around you, uh, helping you navigate things that you may not otherwise know how to navigate. And, and, and we're built for that. So, you know, uh, we're not looking... Uh, to grow dramatically just for growth sake we think that our business model is such that we can't help but grow because we execute it so well yeah well you, you take care of your clients and you may not see you know gain right there and then but i mean the, you, you just can't put a value on relationships no. and if you've got someone that is loyal to you they're going to go around and say miss you need to work with jd he's the best and it just it just you just take care of your people it'll it'll happen 
It was. So, yeah. Great stuff, J.D. I hope you enjoyed this. It was a lot of fun. It was. It was. Man, I talked a lot more on this episode than when I'm hosting. <laughs> so that was great. We'll do, we'll do it again in 2022 at the end of the year and look back at that year as well. But again, this has been a look back at 2021, a look ahead at 2022. This has been Regions Business Radio. We hope you've enjoyed the podcast. It's on businessradiox.com. It's also all over your favorite uh, podcast apps, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify. It's all out there. Uh, anything you want to say about the podcast or what we can expect with Regions? business radio looking ahead in the new year wow what a great question um you know just more of the same we we uh if 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 there's if there's someone out there that would like to know more about us or would like to to share what they're doing in the community uh via regions business radio uh let us know reach out to us uh, we're happy to consider um you know guest uh but we're gonna bring more of who we are to this community through this podcast. What, what I love, it, it shows your personalities, the the, the the regions folks you've brought on, your clients that you brought on, it shows their personalities. And you want to do business with people and people you like. Yeah. And so it's been a lot of fun. If you've missed any of the previous shows, just uh, on any of those podcast platforms, just type in Regions Business Radio and one year's worth of shows will uh, pop up for you and you'll have a lot of fun listening to JD as the host, yeah. not as the guest. You know, if you go to that, I, the, the Apple podcast, uh, uh, why can't I say it? Podcast app. Uh-huh. If you type in regions and then all you got to do is hit space and B, it comes right it comes to the up. top. Well, know, good. So it's pretty quick. Well, then we're all doing our job well. Yes. Thank all you. right. Hope you've enjoyed the show. Thank you for joining us. And we hope to see you next time here on Regions Business Radio on Business Radio X. Business Radio X.